Today on episode 323 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, do you open email attachments or do you have a rule you follow about when it's safe to open email attachments? Most people do, but most people are surprised that the rule they go by is not safe at all. So we're going to talk about that today. Another episode of The Computer Tutor Tips, Tricks, and Advice from a Computer Pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Good morning, and welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And you know, one cool thing is to not have your computer get infected by a virus or malware, and today's tip should help with that. And if you do have any problems with your computer, guess who can fix it for you? This guy. And I repair your computer remotely, so you don't have to bring it anywhere. You don't even have to have someone come to your home or your office. So if you need help, just give me a call at 727-254-9078. Or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website, and that's at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 323. So let's get started. Did you know there are some things that you might think are true that aren't really true? It's true. Here are a few examples. Some people think that dogs sweat by salivating, but that's not true. They regulate their body temperature through panting. Dogs actually sweat through their foot pads. Here's another one. The Great Wall of China is visible from space, but it's not. In fact, there's no human structure that's visible from orbit, but you can see the lights of cities when it's nighttime. And here's one that I've thought was true since I was a kid, that if you touch a bird's nest that has baby birds in it, the mother will abandon the nest and the babies because of the smell of humans. But that's not true. Most birds actually have a very limited sense of smell. But, of course, you still shouldn't go poking around in bird's nest. But what does all that have to do with computers? Well, hang on a second. We'll get there, I promise. There's something that I hear from computer users all the time, and they think it's true, but in reality, it's kind of the opposite that's true and it has to do with email attachments. Something I find really amazing is that even though everyone knows an email attachment could contain a virus, and there are stories all the time about computers getting infected that way, and I've been blogging and podcasting for years telling people about the danger of email attachments, guess what? The number one way for computer viruses and malware to spread even today is by people getting an email with an attached file and they click and open that file. So when I'm talking with someone about this, this is what I hear people tell me all the time. They tell me, I don't open any email attachments unless it's from someone I know. And I'm here to tell you today, that is a bad guideline. Here's the guideline I go by for opening email attachments. I don't open email attachments especially if it's from someone I know. I know that sounds like it doesn't really make sense. I mean, why would you be suspicious of an email from someone you know? 
Well, here's what happens. Let's say Bob is your best friend. You guys have known each other since you were little kids. Bob was the best man at your wedding. Once when your house caught on fire, Bob rushed in and carried you out. So it's safe to say Bob is someone you can trust. Well, one day Bob's reading his email and he gets an email supposedly from UPS and it says, Hey, Bob, we've been trying to deliver this package, but we must have your address wrong. Please check the attached delivery notice to verify your address. And Bob, in a brief moment of really not thinking, clicks the attachment and nothing happens on his screen. And he doesn't really know what to do then, so he just kind of forgets about it and goes on to the next email. But what Bob doesn't realize is that even though he didn't see anything happen on the screen when he clicked on it, there's stuff happening behind the scenes. When he clicked that attachment, it went to work creating email messages and collecting all the addresses on his contact list and sending itself out to all those people. And since you're Bob's best friend, of course, you're on his contact list. So that means you get an email from Bob. It has a file attached to it, which has a virus or some type of malware, and Bob doesn't even know it got sent out. So that's why you shouldn't open email attachments, especially if it's from someone you know, because the people you know are the ones most likely to have your name and email in their contact list. The only time you should consider it safe to open an email attachment is if you know for sure what it is and you're expecting it ahead of time. Like if I got an email from my mom and the message said, hey, check out this picture I found of you when you were little. There is no way I would click on that. Sorry, mom. But if my mom called me on the phone and she told me she found a picture and she was sending it over, then I would be expecting it and I would know what it is. So I would know it's safe to open. But other than that, I just don't open attachments at all. Now, I know there are some people who simply have to open attachments, maybe as part of their work, but you can still take precautions. Like you could contact the sender and verify that they really did send that email. Maybe you could ask them what the attached file actually is. Or instead of just clicking to open the attachment, you could download it first and then scan it with your antivirus software to make sure it's safe to open or run. And on my other podcast, for some people, their worst fear is being lost. And that's what happened to John. He was traveling in a remote area of southern Utah here in the U.S. And on a Monday afternoon, he planned to go on a hike for a few hours. And he couldn't find his way back. He had no food, no water, and a dead phone. And he was only dressed in a sweatshirt and shorts, even though the weather included rain and snow. Starting out on a Monday afternoon, and by Friday, he was exhausted, dehydrated, he was starving, and he was hallucinating. And then he heard some actual human voices. He told me everything on my other podcast called What Was That Like? You can listen to it on any podcast app or at the website at whatwasthatlike.com forward slash 26. And of course, a big thanks again to anyone who shops at Amazon using my affiliate link, which is computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop. When you go there, you get exactly what you need from Amazon. And for each purchase, I get a little commission from Amazon, which helps keep this podcast going. 
And you know, I love hearing from you. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com or call the podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. And you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this episode. But I'm going to be right back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. After walking around the gym aimlessly for an hour, I realized this isn't working out.